Welcome, fellow beer connoisseur, to Beer Tasters, a podcast dedicated to the enjoyment of one of life's true pleasures, beer. I'm your host, Lex Starwalker. And I'm Nikki Starwalker. Today, we'll tell you about a couple delightful beers that you've got to try. Cheers! Listener, welcome back to the show. Welcome to episode nine of Beer Tasters, and welcome back to the show, Nikki. Thanks. So we each are drinking a tasty beer today. So without further ado, Nikki, why don't you tell us all about your beer? Okay, mine is a Scottish ale, and I've been craving a Scottish ale for oh, I don't know a few months now. It's been a while since I had one. And so when I found Floyd's Folly in the store, I immediately grabbed it up. It is made by Cutter's Brewing Company, and they are here in Indiana, specifically Avon, Indiana. Have you ever been to Avon, Lex? You know, I don't know. I think it might be like one of those little towns in Indiana. It sounds familiar, but I'm not really sure. Okay. I had never heard of it, but I'm quite glad to be drinking a brew that's made here in this state because I imagine I can't get it back out in Washington. Probably not. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. And Floyd's Folly has an entire story to it on the can, which I won't bore everyone and read, but it is kind of interesting. It's named after a man who worked as a cutter and they don't specifically say what a cutter is but I'm guessing he cuts rock (laughs) and so it's kind of cool that this beer is named after him it's kind of a salute to Floyd and supposedly according to the can he started the brewing company cool yeah it's kind of nice to have a beer named after you Um, and it's really good it pours amber in color so it was a lot more red than I expected And the head is a khaki color, and it went down very quickly. So maybe that means it's not quite as carbonated. But that didn't affect the taste to me. The taste, the mouthfeel was still quite uh, carbonated in on my tongue. And it was delicious. I will say I didn't expect it to be really malty at first. So you drink it, and it's malt forward is what I was thinking. I taste a lot of roasted malts, but then it like hits you with hop. So I got this fruity kind of green apple tartness from the hop. Ooh, weird. Yeah, it was kind of an odd sensation. So it was a good beer. It satisfied my need for a Scottish ale. Okay. But I have to say, I probably wouldn't go for this beer again if I'm looking for a delicious Scottish ale. Okay. So if that makes sense, you know, it satisfies my need right now, but next time I'm in the store and I'm like, I want a really good Scottish ale, I might turn to another company and see what they have to offer. But I'm not sad that I bought it. I will be drinking all four cans and it's definitely not a throwaway (laughs) beer. (laughs) All all four cans tonight? Is that the plan? (laughs) No. You know me well enough to know that I could not get through two cans of this beer. It is 8% alcohol by volume. <laughs> but it's uh, it's kind of yummy and definitely malty. 
Um, but like I said, that you will you will probably taste the hops like I did towards the end, and at the very end, I get some bitterness. So it's not in a bad way, and it definitely I don't know it was worth trying for sure. And I will be drinking other Cutters Be- Brewing Company beer, but as you can tell from my stumbling over my words, it's quite strong. <laughs> so you say it's not your your favorite Scottish ale. So what is a, a Scottish ale that you would recommend for people for oh. a better a better experience of a typical Scottish ale? You know, you put me on the spot, but I would recommend actually looking for an ale from Scotland. <laughs> And, you know, having them label it as a Scottish ale and trying that first so that you have something to go on. Um, this, of course, was na- made here in the U.S., so it is going to be slightly different. But you get an authentic experience by trying a real Scottish ale, and then you can compare it with others. Now, you liked Old Chub, didn't you? That's a Scottish ale, isn't it? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Yes, Old Chub is delicious. I do like that a little bit better than this Cutter's Ale. And that is by Oscar Blues Brewery. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, you got it. They're from, are they from Colorado? You know, I think they are. That's a that's a pretty safe guess. If you're not sure about a brewery, just guess it's from Colorado. You'll probably be right. <laughs> So Lex, what are you drinking tonight? All right. Well, as promised last week, I have branched out a bit from from what I've talked about on the show so far. I've been talking about IPAs and pale ales and um, triples. So lots of uh, yellow (laughs) colored beers. Mm -hmm. So today I am drinking a beer by the brewery Omegong from Cooperstown, New York. And this is their Three Philosophers. And I actually made reference to this beer. I think it was last episode. Um, This was a beer that I tried when we were in Indianapolis last time. I had a bomber bottle of this beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is actually a a blended beer. So it's 98% unique Belgian-style quadruple ale by Omegong. And then it is 2% Leafman's Creek. And Creek is a cherry lambic. We might have to do a whole episode on lambics because I, I love lambics or or lambics or however you pronounce it properly. Mm-hmm. And the thing about a lambic that makes it very different from any other beer that, that you will drink is they are brewed with a, I believe it's Brettanomyces strain of bacteria and the the belgian lambics like like leafman's are actually naturally spontaneously fermented so they never actually add yeast to the beer uh they brew it or they brew it they ferment it in open vessels and it is populated with yeast that's just in the air and um also the bretonomyces Bacteria releases lactic acid, which gives it this uh, sour taste. And so Lambics, depending on the ones you get, like one I really like is uh, Framboise by Leafman's. And it is a raspberry Lambic. So it's kind of this blend of sweet and sour kind of tart. Yeah. So Creek is a is a cherry lambic, and so this is only two percent of the Creek and ninety eight percent of the quadruple, but you can taste the the cherry in it, which is pretty amazing. It's a fairly dark beer, like a dark brown in color, 
the aroma is really delicious, if you can say an aroma is delicious. It's sure. kind of a blend <laughs> of this very malty smell and the spicy Belgian yeast and then cherry. And that's pretty much uh, the taste, too. It's very malt forward. I would say the, the strongest component of the taste is the, the maltiness. But then that is closely followed by the spicy yeast, the spicy Belgian yeast. And then it just has this hint of, of cherry that's like, it's enough that you, you definitely taste the cherry, but it's not like overpowering. I mean, you could easily in a beer like this just have too much cherry. Oh, yeah. It's very, very well balanced. Uh, this bad boy weighs in at 9.7% alcohol. Ooh. So it, it's a bit potent. As you just learned today, Omegong is actually owned by the same brewery that makes one of... Uh, the Belgian beers I really like, Duval, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But you know they're in they're in New York, so they're they're owned by their Belgian overlords. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a you know a, a brewery in New York. But mm-hmm. um, you know I think it's safe to assume that they are using the actual Belgian strain of yeast. And there's a little something here on the bottle if I can if I can read it in this really crappy light. The Belgian motto is strength. In union, hmm. no phrase better describes three philosophers, which unites multi Belgian style ale with imported Creek authentic Belgian cherry ale. Dark, mysterious cherry chestnut color pair with strong cheeses, desserts, or sip as an after dinner ale. And this is, um, it is a, a relatively sweet beer. And I don't know, if you've never had a Belgian quad, uh, definitely try one. They tend to be pretty high alcohol, usually at least 9 or 10%. They're dark, they're sweet, they're spicy, they're delicious. And, and it's kind of funny because I usually am not a huge dark beer fan as you know Nikki mm-hmm. but um I I do love me some some Belgian quads and some Belgian doubles which are both darker beers but they are they are more sweet more like they taste more like a lighter beer right they don't taste like a, a stout or a porter um they don't have that dark roasted taste to them right it's not heavy and thick right yes yes that's true and and they don't have that kind of thick creamy head mm-hmm. like a like a stout or a porter does the head is much more um kind so of foamy like a like an ipa or a, a triple or something like that yeah for sure and when i had a sip of yours which i did a little earlier i was so surprised that i could taste the cherry because it's only two percent of the liquid yeah yeah it's pretty amazing that that you can taste it at all but it is i think like the just the perfect balance and you know that's something that that i have to say about every belgian beer i've ever drank and and this is very much you know even this though this is brewed in america it's it's very much in the belgian style and they are just so well balanced and, and they have so much going on flavor-wise, like so many different flair, flavors, but it's all uh, perfectly balanced and delicious. Yeah. So if you really, you know, if you're really getting adventuresome with your beer drinking, um, find yourself a Belgian beer. No matter what it is, you, you are in for a treat and you're in for something interesting and probably unlike 
anything you've had before. And, and I have to say, you, you can get an imported Belgian beer and probably pay less than you'll pay for uh, Omegon Three Philosophers. It's pretty salty. Oh, my. But it's really good. I'm a big fan. And uh, yeah, I was very excited to see this in our, our new liquor store down the street. Um, because other than that time in Indianapolis, this is the only time I've had it. So a special treat. So do you want to try this, Nikki, and tell us what you think? Sure. And this is definitely, like a lot of the beers I've, I've tried on the show, this is one that you want to let warm up a, a bit. It suggests to serve it at 50 degrees, which is significantly warmer than your average American refrigerator, which are usually around 35 degrees or so. Let it sit for 10, 15 minutes and, and the flavor really comes out. What do you what do you think, Nikki? I like it a lot. When I smelled it, I was, again, surprised that I could actually smell the cherry very faintly. And yeah, yeah, you totally can. Yeah, and it is definitely, I agree with you, malt forward, but it, the cherry is just enough to give it a little bit of fruitiness and make it more easy to drink. Yeah, totally. It's good stuff. Yeah, I like it. It's worth the money for sure. And I, I have to say, fan of the show, Jim Walls, who is kind of our mascot <laughs> for the <laughs> show. Uh, I just saw a tweet from him. He, on our recommendation, he got himself a bottle of Midas Touch. And Yay. he tried that last night and I think he liked it. That's great. Yeah. So so that's awesome. And, you know, Jim is a, a role model for, for all of us, you know. He is trying new things and experiencing new things. And, you know, he's not batting a thousand. He doesn't like everything he tries, but that's the risk you take when you try new things. Exactly. Yeah, it's part of the experience, I think. All right. So we have um, a Scottish ale tonight and a Belgian quad mixed with a, a cherry lambic. So so a couple a couple different beers. I, I think actually, you know, we've repeated ourselves a little bit style-wise, but we've done pretty good at uh, trying some very different beers on the show so far, Nikki. Yeah, this is the first Scottish ale that we've reviewed. Yes, yes. And, you know, Scottish ales, I mean, they're their own style, right? But as far as like the spectrum, I mean, they're not as dark as a porter. Not not anywhere close, right? But they're dark, kind of, I don't know, they're kind of close to a brown ale, maybe. I felt like it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, It it was very amber. It was, for me, a little bit surprising how red it was. So maybe somewhere between an amber and a brown ale, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there? Yeah. And and, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not sure. I'm kind of going by memory, but I think a part of a lot of the Scottish ales, or or maybe all of them, is that at some point in the process, they're stored in like barrels that they made scotch with and fermented scotch in, right? And, yeah. And so that's where they almost have like a little bit of that scotch taste to them. Is that right? This one did. It had kind of a complex roasted malty flavor that almost came across as caramel. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know there's some uh, there's some bourbon ales that I've had that were pretty good that were the same thing. They were fermented in wooden barrels that they'd fermented bourbon in. So you actually taste a little bit of that bourbon taste in the beer. Very, very interesting stuff. Definitely. Well, that's going to wrap up episode nine of Beer Tasters. Hope you enjoyed the show and hope you're enjoying your adventure 
in beer. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at beertasterspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And if you try any of the beers we suggest on the show, we would love to hear from you, hear what hear what you think, what your experience was. If you're out trying beer and you find something that you really like, um, we'd love to hear about that. Shoot us an email. And also feel free to find us on Untapped, the app on your phone. Yeah. That'd be great. I've been I've been getting a lot of new friends on Untapped lately that I can only assume are our listeners. Um <laughs> Because I never got new friends before, and all of a sudden it's like every few days I have a new friend on Untapped, which awesome. is awesome. You can also find me on Google Plus. Just search for Lex Starwalker, and you can find me on Twitter at Lex Starwalker. You can find me at Nikki Starwalker. And please visit our website at StarwalkerStudios.com. There you can find the show notes for this program and some helpful links if you'd like to learn more about any of the beers that we've talked about and you can also find all of our other podcasts on starwalkerstudios.com if you enjoy this podcast we'd really appreciate it if you use itunes if you'd head on over into itunes into the iStore and find the podcast there and give us a rating or review we'd really appreciate it it will help new listeners find the show And also another great way that you can support the show and help us out is go check us out on Joyride at getjoyride.com slash beer tasters and look into becoming a patron of the show. And you can donate us any amount that you'd like on a monthly basis. And we have some some cool little perks and thank yous for you for doing so. Or if you'd prefer just to help us out with a one-time donation, you can do that on our website at starwalkerstudios.com. We like to end the show with our beer tasters challenge. This week, try something new. Try a beer you've never tried before. And if you're feeling especially adventurous like Jim, try a style you've never tried before. Until next time, I'm Lex Starwalker. And I'm Nikki Starwalker. Enjoy life. And enjoy your beer. Cheers. Cheers. This episode's music provided by Kevin McLeod. Please see the show notes for more details at starwalkerstudios.com slash beer tasters.